If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, this is Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast. Today, we're going to continue the discussion on mindsets, the powerful mindsets that we have in our mind that will lead to success or can hold us back. I have been discussing over these series of podcasts the 15 different mindsets that I've identified in successful people. And as you learn to understand and adopt these mindsets, you can become successful in all all the things that you're trying to achieve in your life, academically, work, in all aspects of your life. This information is in my book, my new book called Think, Learn, Succeed. Today we're going to talk about the community mindset and the support mindset. When we talk about the community mindsets, what I'm talking about here is that human beings are social animals. We love being together. We naturally design to connect with each other. We see this as well in science and in quantum physics. We see that the law of entanglement is considered to be the most important law in quantum physics and it deals with relationship. Things are meant to be in relationship. Spiritually, relationships, we talk about being in community and relationships, this is one of the most important things on a spiritual level is to have relationships with other people. So human beings are social animals. Whether we like having alone time or not, we all need community. None of us can be without community. In fact, engaging positively with people in our social support network correlates with a number of very desirable physical and mental outcomes. Being involved in the community has been associated with mental health and cognitive resilience. So that means that you have stronger thinking skills, you have stronger mental health and the ability to bounce back from challenging mental health and work or academic situations. It also helps to reduce chronic pain. So for example, they've done studies where people have had surgery and just having their loved ones close by significantly reduces the amount of pain that that person experiences. Community helps to lower blood pressure. People physically have have found that their blood pressure has lowered by being involved in the community. It also improved cardiovascular health, which has improved heart health. So there's a lot of studies showing tremendous benefits of developing a strong community focus a strong community mindset. And you might be thinking, well, that's so natural. Why do we even have to think about it? Well, in the other, in in this very, very busy technological age where we're so connected, we actually can be disconnected. I discuss this quite extensively in my new book, Think, Learn, Succeed, about the advantages and disadvantages of the technological age that we live in. And one of the things that has come out of it is that this community mindset has been damaged. And isolation is a rising problem. In fact, it's of epidemic proportions globally. Isolation will negatively affect our well-being because it goes against our natural design to be connected with others. Tragically, studies done on on infants, for example, in custodial care or in foster or in care where they're not getting enough physical contact, indicate that a lack of human touch or contact can be fatal for newborns and young children. Children separated from their parents and placed into environments where they're not getting the right kind of support. It has tremendously damaging effects on mental and cognitive and physical health. 
Loneliness actually increases the risk for premature mortality, people dying younger amongst all ages, making it a growing public health hazard. So this is very interesting. In this day and age, loneliness is considered to be a public health hazard, along with smoking, along with cancer, along with a lot of those things that we've heard about for a lot of years. We now have loneliness added to that. In fact, one recent study shows that social isolation and loneliness kills more people annually than any other disease known to mankind. So no wonder social isolation on occasion has been used as a type of punishment or torture. We should take the danger posed by isolation very seriously. Many nations around the world now suggest that we are facing a loneliness epidemic and this is confirmed by research. There is a desperate need for scientists to work together to make a community focus a public health priority. So this community mindset is actually a public health, should be a public health priority. And this has become the quest in my work and something I speak about extensively. We are a team and we need to operate like a team. How can we combat this loneliness epidemic? I give lots of ideas in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. But just to give you a research study, Dr. Julian Holt-Lundstad is a lead researcher in, in the study showing that loneliness is impacts, uh, basically impacts longevity in a very negative way. She argues very, very, very well that more money should be spent on shared social spaces, such as recreation centers and community gardens, which are as integral to mental and physical well-being as eating a balanced diet and doing exercise. Let me just say that again, that more money should be spent on social spaces, recreations, parks, places where people can get together, community centers, community gardens. These are as integral, if not more integral, to mental and physical health in our communities than, than as eating a balanced diet and exercise. So we can't just say have a balanced diet and exercise. We need to add community focus as well. We can all actively pursue a community focus mindset. And to this end, I have a nonprofit called the Whole Mind Project, teaching whole mind and body health with a focus on community gardens, common meals, love-based therapy, especially in churches, institutions, disadvantaged areas, this whole concept of communal areas, community um, centers, through these gardens, shared meals, community centers, and non-judgmental shared listening, individuals can learn not only how to eat in ways that nourish them and their community, but also how to think in ways that change their lives and change their worlds. We focus on spiritual, mental, and physical health being developed by the individual in a community with a paid-forward concept. So where someone's maybe going through a bad time, they can come to the community center and have someone listen to them, and then they can become part of the team that then listens to someone else who's going through a hard time. Research shows that when we pay forward, when we help others, when we reach out to others in our time of distress, our own mental and physical healing will increase by factors greater than 60%. As part of our programs, we have a whole mind bench, a place where individuals can come and talk about the issues they are facing in a loving, non-judgmental and peaceful environment. If you want to know more about this whole mind bench and the whole mind concept, you can find the link in the notes attached to this podcast. The whole mind bench is based on my research and clinical practice, as well as the friendship bench program that originated in Zimbabwe, a place where members of the community could come and discuss their problems. We, we need to shift our mindsets. We need to get out of this whole thing. It's all about me, myself, and I, and realize that that's unhealthy and start shifting in ways that we help more, more of the community, reach out and help others. We need to focus on the context of an individual's problems and incorporate community-based healing techniques that focus on love and empathy. 
when we do this, we change the way that we function and how we function as a society. We're pretty much being human again. Let's talk about this support mindset now because this is very linked to this mindset. You will also find, as I've mentioned a few times, this information in my new book, Think, Learn, Succeed. You'll also find about my Whole Mind Project. You'll find the link in the show notes and you will find, if you just go and search out Whole Mind Project, you'll find our social media pages. Okay, so let's talk about the support mindset. An essential component to the community mindset that I've just been talking about is the power of healing in groups and reaching out to help others as opposed to just getting help for oneself. So yes, we do need to get help for ourselves, but helping ourselves also happens when we help others. What research shows is that high levels of social support within community environments predict longevity as reliably and even more so than healthy eating and regular exercise. What this is saying is that when you are supporting others and others are supporting you, so you've got a support mindset, it's actually more of an indicator of leading a long, healthy, successful life than healthy eating and regular exercise. Now, we know healthy eating and regular exercise will increase longevity and lead to a successful sleeping patterns and successful thinking, but so does social support. It's actually even more predictive of that. Low levels of social support, on the other hand, are as damaging as high blood pressure. High blood pressure can kill you. Low levels of social support can have the same effect. So for individuals facing difficulties in their lives, which is all of us, isolation can be lethal. It's one of the last things that we need to do. And very often that's what people do. And that's why when we have a community and support mindset, we are always reaching out and looking to help those that seem to not realize sometimes that they need the help. Social support is crucial if you want to learn how to manage your emotions and deal with the vagaries of life. You can't really learn to manage your emotions completely on your own. One recent study found that social support was the greatest predictor of happiness during periods of high stress. So when we're under high stress and we have that social support, our ability to be happy, which gives us strength and resilience during this hard time, will increase. In fact, in this study, the link between positive social support and happiness was almost double that of between smoking and cancer, which means that there's even a stronger causative link between support and happiness than there is between smoking and cancer. And we all accept that smoking causes cancer, but we're not paying enough attention to the fact that there's an even stronger link, causative link, between support and happiness. So... Research shows that when we actually reach out to help others in a supportive way, we can increase our own healing by a factor of 63%. We literally designed to support each other. And when we support each other, we heal ourselves mentally and physically. In my clinical practice, I always included a help someone aspect as any part of treatment. Being supportive was an essential component in my patient's own healing and a means of increasing their intellectual performance. Let me say that again. Being supportive was an essential component in my patient's own healing and a means of increasing their intellectual performance. So what we've been discussing today is that the community mindset and the support mindset are integral to our functioning as humans if we're going to function in a successful way. So these are tied into success. These two mindsets, community and support mindsets, are tied into succeeding in schoolwork and life. We can't succeed on an intellectual level, anything like we could, or on a physical and emotional and cognitive on all levels, unless we develop very strong community and support mindsets. If you want to know more about this information, I recommend you go to my new book, Think, Learn, Succeed. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leith.